Welcome everybody and thank you for tuning in. Uh, today I am delighted to welcome uh, Richard van der Blom, um, who I've known feels like forever, but actually this is the first time we're having a, a physical conversation per se. It was meant to be a physical conversation when Richard was due to be flying over to London with a client uh, before the, the world um, imploded. And um, Richard, it's, it's a delight. Welcome. The, the feeling is mutual, Alex. It's, it's yeah, like you stated, it's it's really bizarre how long we have been in contact. And actually, I agree. This is the first time we we, we, we meet virtually. <laughs> Although I, I certainly feel like I um I, I know uh, I know you. And um, for the audience that don't know Richard, um, well, you should know Richard because he is one of the few on LinkedIn who um, I follow and uh, trust implicitly in terms of the research that he, he puts out there because it is, it is independent. And Richard, like me, um, is an expert in all things social and digital and social selling and everything surrounding in that. But what he also does is um, through his own um, research and working with the Open University and a few tech, tech companies, tries to uncover the mysteries of the LinkedIn algorithm and the farriest LinkedIn algorithm in terms of what works and what doesn't uh, doesn't work. So um, without further ado, uh, Richard, over over to you. Let's give a high level overview of let's, the, the LinkedIn algorithm just generally and your, uh, your experience over the years and then what your research is showing kind of right now. And then let's see where this takes us. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Alex, for the, for the intro. Um, it was, I think, about four or five years ago. I've been on LinkedIn. I don't know. <clears throat> I've been on LinkedIn since 2005. Um, I saw a massive increase in people starting to post 2014, 2015. And then, um, you know, our timeline exploded, exploded with co all kinds of content, relevant, less relevant, and, and especially the last three years. Uh, people are complaining about LinkedIn becoming the new Facebook. We, we see cat movies, we see all kind of uh, family pictures. And what intrigued me the most was, I remember it was about three years ago, I, I, I have written a report about social selling. And I myself, I was really glad with this report. I thought it was a masterpiece of content. And I put it on LinkedIn and I saw it didn't took off. And I got, I think about three and a half thousand views, which was not particularly good. So I, w I felt a bit distressed. Um, and then at the same moment, I clicked on my timeline and I see somebody I know very well who has just made a picture of his salad during lunch. And I saw this got a massive, massive amount of comments. So I messaged a guy and said, how many views are you going? He goes like, oh, I don't know, about 20,000 now. And I go, what happens here? You know, we have the people that provide as you the in-depth content where people can take a lot of value. And we have people who just share, I don't say it, it has no value, but it's, it's, it's not in-depth Yeah. and this takes off. So at that moment I thought, okay, what's behind the system? You know, what, what is the effect of people liking, sharing about a personal profile, about the topic? And then it was about two years ago, I got into contact with somebody of the University of Statistics and he said, let's do a, you know, a mutual research because I have some students, they need a, they need a certain kind of project. Um, and if you can provide us with all kinds of questions with regards to LinkedIn, then you know, we can do what we, um, we can try and, and to do some research. Um, and this resulted in my first research, which was published, I think, August last year. Um, 
and and which has a massive impact on a lot of people. Um, I, I can't recall exactly, and it made any print screens, but I think the post hit about 600,000 views. I had about 12,000 downloads. Um, but most importantly, I, I use this research well with my in-company clients. And one of them was TomTom, uh, Tom, Webfleet Solutions um, from the navigation systems. Mm-hmm. And they started to implement all the learnings on the way how they use their company profile. And they got an increasement in conversion and increase in engagement with four or five times as before. And this was one of the first companies that actually came back to me and said, hey, this is working. Yeah. And within a month, I got from all kind of parts of the globe, I got responding with, hey, it works. I get more engagement, I get more visibility, I get more profile views, just actually because you obey the rules. Now, some people, they think just by following the rules that even your shitty content will go viral. Um, so I have also people complaining and say, yeah, I have put in three hashtags, I've done this, I've done this, and it doesn't work. And then I take a look at the content, edit shitty content. Um, so yes, I think understanding a bit of the algorithm has added value, but let's be honest, and you know this, you, your content needs to provide value, okay? Yeah. Your content needs to provide insight, it needs to, it needs to stand out from the crowd because then um, you know, your, your, your target audience is going to respond. Um, and then this year we did the same. Uh, it took us some longer time because there were some changes and we had some hiccups with the project team. So uh, last month I released the research um, and there were, some, there were some changes, there were some confirmation of what we saw already last year. Uh, but again, I think, it's, it, it, I think it's great to have an insight um, um, because if you play a game and you know the rules, regardless if you play it by the rules or if you make your own rules, but just knowing the general yeah. rules um, will have a positive impact on, on, on how you engage and how you create awareness for your company or your products or your services on LinkedIn. Indeed. And let's just caveat that this is independent from uh, LinkedIn and LinkedIn never confirm or deny oh. any of the research that is put oh. out there by anybody in terms of how any of this <laughs> this works. So this is done through your own blood, sweat and tears and just passion for helping people on the um, uh, on the on the platform. Yeah, that, that's correct. However, this year, last year they didn't. But this year I got because as you probably I think you probably have also have, have a broad connection base within LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, I have them as well, both in San Francisco, Dublin, uh, the Benelux. And I have had about six, seven messages from people in, in Social 7 Solutions who said me, thanks for your report. We are going to share it with our clients um, so they can, you know, um, see the difference and they can improve their results because, you know, it's a win-win situation if they yep. provide it to their clients. And they, so this, um, and also a product, a product development manager from Sales Navigator in San Francisco said, this is a really great piece of work. I'm going to share this within my team. I'm going to share this with some clients. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I think people acknowledge that yeah. well, that has added value. Absolutely. I mean, I've literally just forwarded your link to all my clients on email. I'm right. You need to. If you want to understand this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Richard's done. He he is the expert. Just you know, everything I've been saying is now backed up by science that Richard's done. So here, you know, here's the uh, here's the guideline. We'll put the link to. 
um, <clears throat> to your reports um, in this podcast and this vlog as um, uh, as well. So yeah. let's start getting into this a bit in terms of what some of the the, the rules, and for those that are listening, I'm doing inverted, um, uh, inverted commas. Um, let's start with hashtags then. Uh, you say use between three and nine hashtags for optimal yeah. um, results. So let's unpack yeah. that a bit. So firstly, how to hashtag, what are hashtags? For those of you who are listening who don't understand hashtags and what hashtags are, or the fact that LinkedIn actually now uses them. Um, sometimes I get that. People don't even know that hashtags are a thing on LinkedIn. What, what it, how does a hashtag work from a LinkedIn perspective? Well, if you, if you use hashtags, so with a hashtag in, in, in front of it, it becomes clickable um, and it will bring you to a timeline uh, centered about the topic of the hashtag. So, mm -hmm. for example, if I use the hashtag, uh, let's say, algorithm, yep. and um, people click on hashtag algorithm, they will see a feed where it no longer shows the messages or updates from the connections and from the companies they follow. No, it will show them a global feed of all people and companies that are using the same hashtag. So, I think um, the, the, the use of hashtags um, especially to look up relevant information is underestimated by a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Because um, people are staring at their timeline and saying it doesn't provide any value because people are talking about things and that are not of my interest. Mm -hmm. And in my training, don't know about your trainings, I always say to people, okay, find the 10 most important topics, find the 10 most important words, yeah. save the hashtags. And once a week, click on the hashtag to see who's discussing this topic, who is you know looking for your um a contribution for your knowledge because it will it will normally bring you much more relevant discussion than just staring at your own timeline indeed um another thing um i don't know if you have it i think you have it i have a personalized hashtag linkedin by richard van der Blom. yeah and people think it's like a vanity hashtag which is not no actually actually people thought oh yeah he has his own hashtag must be a vanity no it's not but i have people messaging me and say hey all the posts you share are spot on, but I simply won't see them yeah. in my timeline because of the algorithm, because of the moment I post. So what I did, I created my own hashtag. Every post that has a tip or new insight, I label it by using the hashtag. Yeah. And I say people, just follow the hashtag. And whenever you feel like it, press the hashtag and you can see all my posts with all the tips. Yeah. So it's actually more like a service. And I also use it whenever I connect with people if people reach out to me and say, Richard, we want to connect with you because you share valuable insights, I go like, thank you, we are connected, but follow the hashtag. Yeah, so yeah. I grow my hashtag with all the people that reach out to me to connect. Yeah, no, I um, I, I agree. Um, so yeah, hashtag Ask Alex is, is the one that I primarily yeah. primarily uh, uh, use for my, for my stuff. And you're right, it's, and I know that some you know, some come large organizations I work with, they their marketing teams, just create their own hashtag, not because they're okay. trying to get people to, just so they can see what's happening and all the noise yes. in terms of that. They go, right, that's what the team have shared or haven't shared because of that. We know that hashtag is unique to um, us yep. and our particular um, business unit within the um, uh, within the company. So yep. also your, your research then shows that we now, because it was kind of people were saying three was the optimal number. Now we're kind of saying between three um, three and nine per post to kind of give you that that visibility. Yeah. What I was interested to see is though that you you your research shows that the um, the hashtag followers get priority over your own network, if I understood that correctly. Or your own followers. So yeah. if somebody who is not connected with me chooses to follow me, yeah. Okay or he chooses to follow my hashtag, yeah. 
LinkedIn will show more earlier the hashtag in his okay. feed than my post because he's a follower. So you have okay. actually the sequences, your connections get prioritized, yeah. then the followers of a hashtag, and yeah. then the followers of a person. Okay. So, okay. So, so that's, that's an interesting one because I, yeah. I encourage people to follow me rather than try and connect with me because I'm not bothered. I don't care about getting 30,000 connections. I think that's a complete waste of waste of time. But um, so there's a there's a bit of there's a bit of a trade off then between yeah. converting people to followers, but then yeah. it's the hashtag. But then I, you know, I'm happy for people to to, to follow me. Um, and the reason I have that set is because there's a large proportion of people who do follow me. Great, I, if they want to see my content, that's awesome. But with the greatest respect of the world, them being in my, my network is not much use to me in, no, terms, of what, in terms of what I'm trying, to, um, uh, trying to, to achieve. And the other thing which is, is was, you know, I think is useful, I'm learning from this as well, is that you know trying to find hashtags that have got, I think you say over 100,000 plus yeah. followers. Yeah. What, what if the industry that you're in, you know, is relatively, they're kind of, this is growing for them. And the hashtag, there aren't hashtags that have got over 100,000 followers just because there aren't over 100, there aren't just any many people following that hashtag because that is an industry that's maybe less digital, less social. Could be. I think, you know, even the hashtag law practice or law has more than 100,000 followers. Okay. Yeah. And the hashtag accountancy has millions of followers. Yeah. So I don't think there are a lot of industries that cannot find a simple hashtag that could drive a lot of traffic to their posts. Yeah. Um, but if you can't find them, obviously it's no use to use irrelevant hashtag just to get yeah. just to get followers because then people who follow the irrelevant hashtag find your post and it's not relevant to them. So I guess just stick to the relevant keywords that are relevant for your post. Yeah. Find to identify hashtags with a lot of followers mm -hmm. and also mix them with like your own company hashtag or your own yeah. personal hashtag or some really uh, specific hashtag because we have seen posts that only have like the large hashtag like hashtag marketing, hashtag sales, hashtag LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. They do not perform as well as the same post with the three hashtags, but also added some specific hashtag. Right. I don't know what's behind it. I don't know. Um, it intrigues me, but I don't know. The same, the same that last year we had three hashtags and after three hashtags, we could see a severe drop in views. Um, and the only thing that has been confirmed by someone of LinkedIn last year was the hashtags. We had a vice president of sales yeah. in a Congress. I can't remember his name who said it, use three hashtags on LinkedIn, do not use more. So, um, and now we have seen that somewhere between three and nine, you have the same views. And if you, if you start using more, then it drops. My personal thought is that there has been a rumor that as from next year, second quarter of the year, it would be possible for a marketing team to create a campaign based on the followers of hashtag. So okay. I could create a marketing campaign and I could target the hashtag followers of law practice, for example. Okay. If that's true, then it's in the best interest of LinkedIn to have a large database of hashtags and followers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then it makes sense that LinkedIn now says, okay, with three hashtags, we are not filling this database, you know, rapid enough, uh, fast enough. So now let's let's extend 
the use of hashtags to nine without harming the post because then people yeah, are starting yeah. to use more hashtags mm -hmm. and we build a database more, more, more faster. So that's my personal thought. It hasn't been confirmed by LinkedIn. It will not be confirmed by LinkedIn, but it makes sense to me because yeah, yeah. I would, I, I would be, it would be great to be able to target an update on followers of a specific, a specific well, yeah. hashtag. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, you know, I think that would, and I think you know that's the biggest thing at the moment. I completely agree that you can't actually interrogate hashtags at the moment. No, nope. other nope. than you know, and Andy, you know, Andy Foot, who you know, mutual friend of ours, you know, painstakingly yep. does, you know, does this with you know, with his list. So that's manual, which is insane. And LinkedIn has to have that data behind the scenes in terms yeah. of um, yeah. hashtag number of followers in a spreadsheet somewhere. Right? Can't be difficult. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. And and silly thing is, I have to log law firms in Holland, big law firms, as, as clients. And then if we look at the post, they use like uh, Advocatu, which is a Dutch word yep. for, for law. And then I have like, okay, they have like 3000 followers. And I say, okay, if you use law practice or law, I can't recall, it's, it's massive. Yeah. But then they say, okay, but if I select law practice, I get all the feeds from globally about law, but they are only interested yep. in Holland, but they cannot filter hashtag law on geography Holland, which yep. then has this data, yep. they have it. And if they would make it like available to the members, then you know it, it would have a massive, massive impact. It would do, but I don't doubt they'll probably monetize it through their marketing platform. I mean, that would be yeah. the, that, yeah. if I were LinkedIn, that would be the obvious route to go, right? You know, of course, you've got to pay for it. Yeah. So, um, dwell time. <laughs> Everyone gets now excited about dwell time. Yeah. So let's break this down. What is dwell time? <laughs> well, interesting enough. Um, I wasn't too um, enthusiastic when I first heard about dwell time. Um, because, you know, uh, well time measures two things. It measures the amount of time people stay in your post in their screen. Mm -hmm. um, so imagine you having a, a lot of white lines, you know, and yeah, then yeah. at the bottom of your post, then people need to look and as Double long as they are looking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it builds well time. So I wasn't that glad. And then I can't remember why I read it, um, but it seems that 80%, so 80% of all LinkedIn users and we're currently just above 700 million. So this means 560 million people, they never engage on a post. They just don't press like, they don't press yeah. comment, they don't press share. They just, either they are not inactive or they're inactive, mm -hmm. but most of half of them, so we're talking still about 300 million people, they do consume content, they yeah. read it, but they just won't engage because they don't feel comfortable, they don't want to, they won't, they don't want other people to see what they're reading. Um, and if you look at that, and if you go back to like last year, then almost the complete algorithm was built on 20% of the people that yeah. are engaging. While, of course, if people read my stuff or your stuff, and they take great value from it, they just read and they don't click the button, mm -hmm. and it makes sense now with dwell time to implement yeah. it in the algorithm. Because especially with articles, documents, videos if i watch your video for example like i did last time two minutes yeah i stay on the post for two minutes and it makes perfectly sense that linkedin rewards your posts with more views because mm -hmm. I, you caught my attention for two minutes yeah um and if you, you're just crawling it doesn't make sense because if you scroll to your feed all the posts that come by get a plus one on views but yeah. it doesn't make sense because i didn't view your your post it just scroll 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 exactly exactly so, and, and I, I, I think this is backed up by the research mm -hmm. where you can see yeah. that documents are getting more views, videos, because those are the rich media people stay on your posts. 
Um, and my thought about the external link, because you can see that even external links, which were yeah. punished by the algorithm last year, they'll go up now. Yeah. And I think if people press an external link and you transfer them in a new tab to your website, your post on LinkedIn still stays in their screen on a tab. Ah, right, Kay, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but it makes sense. Yeah, of course, it makes sense. Yeah. And then you're on the website for like one, two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, nah, it's not good. You close the website, you go back to LinkedIn and then you start scrolling again, but you have been on the post for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so that, this this could be a perfect explanation why Dwelta now, you yeah. know, we see an improvement of external links. Okay. I hadn't feel that makes perfect because you're right. You do. It opens a new tab. You're there. Well, that's a bit uninteresting. Back in, but it's, ah. exactly, exactly. See lots of people now stacking there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You have a link with like like a ten minute video or something. To, yeah, 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 exactly. Put YouTube links in. No, don't put YouTube links in. We'll come to no, 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 no. A minute. Um, so the next piece is uh, the the golden. Well, it's now the golden two hours. It was the golden um, the golden yeah. hour. Yep. So this is all around, um, and I'm starting, this is, I get, you know, separate conversation, but this is where pods come in to try and gain this. Um, we'll do another thing on pods. Um, but the key thing is when you share your, when you, well, let's let's actually break down what happens. So you, you share a post. Yep. Then LinkedIn will put that to a defined, we believe, number of people in your first degree connections. Is that correct? Yeah, it's How a test model. How many do we know? Is it a percentage? Is it a, do we it's a percentage? Have like... It's a percentage based on on we believe, and some people they say they doubt it, but we believe that I'm 100% sure that having an all-star profile, for example, yeah, increases your reach, and this yeah. makes sense because in order to get an all-star profile, you need to fill in seven fields, and these are exactly the fields that LinkedIn uses the data. Yeah. to sell to job postings or to marketing people. Mm -hmm. So as a reward for you filling this data, you get more reach. This makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, but we have seen the correlation. It's also in our report between a higher SSI score and a higher amount of views. So mm -hmm. we believe it has something to do with your SSI score combined with All Star. Mm -hmm. And then more or less, we have seen that um, some people we think are about 12 to 15% of their connections. Okay. As a test panel. 12 so, to 15% of your connections. Okay, does it yes, have to be, but, is a threshold in terms of they need to have at least 500 connections, at least 1,000 connections? No, 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 no. But, but, you know, obviously, if you have 500 connections and let's say you have 10%, then LinkedIn will show your post to 50 people. Yeah. Okay. Of course, there's a big difference because I'm currently having, I, don't, I, can't, I think about 12,000 connections. Yeah. So if I would reach 10%, then instead of 50, 1,200 people would see my post. It's yeah. obvious that there will be more engagement from these 1200 than from these 50. Yeah. So it's another discussion, but if I have my training sessions and people talk about you need to have a qualitative network, only connect with people you have seen, blah, blah, blah. I say, no, it's not. It's quality and quantity combined because the quantity eventually will bring you to the quality connection because you need the quantity to get the word out. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's important as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it's the the first. It's now the first two hours. Um, you yep. believe from your research in terms of engagement and what we what, what do we mean by engagement here? I likes, comments, clicks on external links, presentations, videos, start videos. So all the clicks people could do actually on your profile. Yeah. Where we also have seen that in terms of views, in terms of spreading your posts, 
comment is a very big one. You know, okay. comment is the most powerful one. It's mm -hmm. far more powerful than a like or a click on a video or whatsoever. Um, Which I believe, you know, and if you look at the recent, um, you know, updates or announcements that LinkedIn have made in terms of how they're trying to make the platform more inclusive, become more of a community, drive the conversation, that then makes logic um, logical sense. And also the key, the key thing, and I, you know, with 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 my clients to say this is, if someone comments on your post, if it's just a, you know, thanks for sharing, then a nice like triggers it. But if someone asks you a question or engages in debate, respond to that comment and keep the conversation going. Because the more you do that, the more the system thinks this is interesting, and then the circle of life continues. Exactly, exactly. If people comment on your post, very simply, if people comment and you as an author respond <clears throat> with another comment, you trigger both algorithms. You trigger the algorithm of yourself, you trigger the algorithm of the, of the person who has commented. So the news is starting to spread in two separate networks. Yeah. And if you get 10 comments, you have your own network that has been triggered like 10 times, but you have 10 different networks where your post is also spread amongst their network. Yeah. So yeah, comment is still um, very helpful if you want to get, you know, more views. Um, interesting, because you mentioned pods uh, and LinkedIn is, is, is um, of course, they hate pods. Like I, I hate pods. I, 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 I see pods in my feed. I see yeah. news that is not as interesting. I think it is in ten minutes, and they get like one hundred likes. Never click on the likes, which I sometimes do. They're from all over the world. They're not relevant, and it's yeah. always the same people. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, I think because pods normally respond within five minutes, so they're in the first hour. So one of the reasons behind the extension to two hours could see that LinkedIn is currently working on or they already have it done is that they see, okay, the first quarter, first hour is not as important because we want to see what happens in the next hour because there is the most genuine engagement. Yeah, makes sense. What's your, what's your view then on... Uh, so when let's say a company shares it's you know shares a, a post or an employee shares a post and then the company encourages everyone else in that same company to just like or comment on it thanks for sharing to try and game game the system per se does that is this is the system just looking purely at the action or is it looking at relationships between people no 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 it doesn't um to be honest i had a training like a few weeks ago with legrand um with a uk team uh, and uh, we have, we have, I have um, like four or five modules of two hours, and one of the modules is centered around content. Mm -hmm. And we did a test, like I do with all my my clients. And at the beginning of the training, I said to one of the guys, uh, "Okay, who has something to post right now?" Yeah. And one said, "I have something to post about a new product. Uh, it's really innovative, and uh, okay, so post it right now." And I asked the other nine or ten participants, "Okay, what we are going to do now?" Have a look at the profile of um, of uh, James, mm -hmm. and we are all going to post a comment, okay? Yep. And then I said to James, okay, James, we will give you a sign if all ten have commented, myself included, and you just need to comment on every comment you get, okay? Yeah. So instantly, within five or ten minutes, we built ten comments, ten responses, or twenty comments. Okay. Yep. Now, interesting enough, what I didn't knew at the beginning that James had posts, he had made a post, which he has also done exactly the same, a duplicate from four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Four weeks ago, until now, he received 1,600 views, yeah. which was very disappointing for him because he said, it's innovative, it's very big, and yeah. you know, just the word needs to get out. 
-hmm. At the end of the session, mind you, two hours, yeah. he already had 3,500 views. <laughs> so then, if you look from a commercial purpose, because it looks kind of silly, you know, 20 remarks, 20 from your own company. But have a look in your timeline, Alex. It says post, and then it says 18, 16, but it doesn't say who has commented. People need to click on the comments to see yeah. who has commented. Yeah. But if you see an interesting post, which has a lot of comments, your interest goes to the post, to the content, not to who has commented. So yeah. I said, it doesn't matter if you do it with your own company, okay. it's just necessary to spread a word yeah. and then other people will see it popping up in a timeline. Yeah. So um, I think, yes, you can help each other in getting more reach. Mm -hmm. You can help each other and spread a word, but use it wisely. Because if you do this every time, mm -hmm. the impact will, will, will stop at a certain point because then people know that you know, this company only shares likes, comments on their own content. On their own content. Yeah. That's that's what I thought you were going to say, but I just think you know, I've similar kind of uh, similar kind of experiences. And I also I also believe that LinkedIn rewards if somebody hasn't done something for a while, and then they suddenly do something like that, and then they get then LinkedIn kind of rewards that person with with lots of engagement because like hey come back and do more of this because we want we want your new eyeball your new you and me. They know us. They're like, okay, we're switching Alex. So what? We can't. Kind of, they're, they're on there all the time. We don't really care about you. Know, don't really yeah. Care about you. Um, but you know, new eyeballs. To your point, if they've got that proportion of people not engaging, the next time someone new and a new eyeball, say, like, hey, well, we're going to give you that dopamine and give you that engagement. Hey, come back and do more of this. That's yeah. again something like because my wife doesn't do that much at all. It drives me insane. But every time <laughs> she does something. She's like, wow, look at this. I'm like, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> um, so tagging is an interesting one. I I, I use tagging. Uh, yeah, I think tagging works, but I'd like to your point, use it use it widely. So um, let's what what's what's tagging in simple terms? Uh, tagging is that um, I, I, that that if you want to mention a person, a person in your network, a client, a colleague. Could be anybody or a company. Yeah. You just put in. How is it called in English? Is the asterisk? No. The at sign. Yeah. The at, at sign. Uh, then you start typing a name. LinkedIn will give you a drop in a drop down menu. You select the, the, the right person. Yeah. And then this person will get notified by LinkedIn. So he gets like a message from LinkedIn that somebody has mentioned you. Obviously, they're going to look where is the mention, and this causes that the majority of people will respond more easy more sooner than if you don't mention them yeah um so because of the notification um and, and you probably recognize this i have seen a lot of like tagging spam going on yeah like um let's say a trainer who has or any kind of professional who thinks he has written a, a really good uh post he just published a post tags like 30 people with the only reason, or the only, yeah, the only reason behind this is that he wants the 30 people to engage, yeah. to spread the news. So it's it's only in his own interest. Now, yeah. my golden rule about tagging is you only tag people if it's in mutual interest or in their interest, but not in your interest only. So if I have read an interesting article, or if I have seen your video, and I think people should should really watch this, then I go like interesting video of at Alex Lowe. Yeah. Um, and then you get mentioned 
but I do this because it's your interest, because I'm sharing your piece of content. Yeah. Like now it's happening, a lot of people are mentioning the, art, the, the, the research and they are mentioning me. And if they mention me, I just give a like or say thanks for sharing because, you know, it's of my interest. Um, and I think it perfectly makes sense for LinkedIn to have a closer look in the people who app use tags, have a look on if people are engaging by like commenting or if people engaging negatively, like removing the mention. Yeah. And then, you know, um, let this impact yep. the, 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 the amount of user posts it's getting. I, I agree. You, I'm the same as you. Use it sparingly. I typically only use it with people I know, or I use it with I saw this and thought of you type sort of thing. You might find yeah. you might find this um, uh, this interesting. We touched on external links. Um, so you know, previously everyone felt that external links were a bad thing. Now we think external links. We talked about maybe not such a, a bad thing in terms of that dwell time. Yeah. Um, what, one of the things I would like to stress. I, I, yeah please stop putting links in the first comment you know <laughs> I did, if if you would say what's your your frustration number one of people behaving on linkedin it's not about posting private stuff because you know, they want to like post private stuff go ahead if i don't like it i can unfollow you or whatever but stop putting the links in the first comment first it looks ridiculous yeah you make a post and you want to share a link but you don't dare to share the link in the post. So then I think you do not trust about the quality of your content because mm -hmm. you're worrying that LinkedIn will, you know, harm display of your content. Well, if you have a good piece of content, put the link in the post because good content will get out. Yeah. And then second, second reason, if you get more comments, what a lot of people want, then your link will not be the first comment anymore. So now I need to, you know, yeah, go and look and click on different comments to find the link. Third reason, if people are going to share your post, the first comment is not included. So they're going to share a post where it says, see the link in the first comment and the link is not there. So, so put, the links, put the links in the post and be done with it. Clear, yeah. Fine, all uh, all good. Um, we've talked about comments are key. Uh, we, so sharing is an interesting one. So, you know, we I've, I have actually noticed this when you reshare a post, it doesn't seem to perform as as well, um, and you know the problem. You know, lots of marketing teams will encourage their employees to reshare the post from the company page, but actually, they're better just to get the employees just to like or comment on that original post on the company page. Yeah, yeah, because it's really an understatement that you say that sharing is not giving you the same results. It's it's about eight to ten percent at this moment. So, if if you would post like an identical post as you have in a company page and let's say you will get a thousand views then if you would share the company page you will not get over 100 views the reason behind this is also very clear as soon as you hit the share button mm -hmm. linkedin knows that you're going to share duplicate content linkedin knows you're going uh, to share yeah. content that has already been posted on linkedin yeah and and imagine you have a company you have thousand employees and all the thousand employees are going to hit the share button then yeah. this would mean from somebody like if you would be a trainer of, the, of, of this law company or account company you probably are connected with like, like say hundreds of them yeah. and then it would mean that your time fee would would be bombed by all the same posts yeah. so what they are doing as soon as you hit the share button they say okay you're going to share duplicate content fine but we are going to decrease severely the amount of views it's getting yeah now we have done several tests but 
what I'm now, uh, in my session with marketing, I give the following advice. Ask them to comment, mm -hmm. but not comment like, oh, great post, because this yeah. looks silly, but try to let them give some additional thoughts yeah. or try to give, maybe you say, for all the people in my network who are into law, this is a must read. Yeah. You know, try to explain to people why there's interest, or give some additional insights, add value in your comments. You know? yeah. Or just give the people identical the post and the link and say them to post this on their own feed, in their own words, mm -hmm. with the same call to action, with the same link, because then eventually the goal is the same. The only thing that will happen is that the conversion is on the individual profiles instead yeah. of on the company page. Yeah. And I don't know about your experience, but sometimes I'm with marketing departments on the one hand, sales departments on the other hand, And then whenever I see that, I see, I see the distress in people's eyes because they say, no, 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 we need to convert on a company page because we <laughs> are getting rewarded by our company if we have conversion on our page, on our website. Yeah. Okay. And, and I don't give, I don't give a word where the conversion is. Well, exactly. <laughs> as long as there is conversion, I don't care if it's on the company page, on the website, on yeah. the individual page of the salespeople, I don't care. Yeah. As long as we have convert, you know, as long as we convert, that's the only goal. Yeah, exactly. Completely. So, completely yeah. So either ask your employees to comment and add value or just provide them with the same identical post, but let them create their own post on their own timeline. Indeed. And in terms of the different types of contents, um, you know, I typically say mix it up, you know, yep. assume different types of content. And some people like long form, some people short form videos. Yep text only, um, documents, you know, don't just try and focus on one thing, just have a mix of all different, yep. that's both the company page and also on the-, on the I agree, uh, yeah, definitely. On the personal definitely. pages. Um, art, I, think, I, I think I completely agree with the game changer in terms of articles. I get asked a lot about, you know, writing long form articles. I write long form articles, it's good from an SEO perspective and it's good from, you know, just, just being there. But newsletters, I think this is going to be, um, uh, I haven't got it yet. Um, I subscribe to your newsletter. I haven't got newsletters um, newsletters yet. But so what What do you think this will do for um, the people that choose to uh, to use it and use it wisely? It, de it depends. The first time I saw a newsletter was on, I don't know if you know him, on Richard Bliss, his profile. Yes. Richard yeah, yeah. Bliss is uh, a US-based LinkedIn trainer, executive coach. Um, and top top voice 2019 in the US, um, and and he was given newsletters one of the first globally, um, and he has used it very well. He has now about 36,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. Now, the good thing about a newsletter is that if I publish a new article uh, that is part of the newsletter, LinkedIn will send notification, individual notifications in LinkedIn, but also send a newsletter individual to the emails of all the people that have subscribed. Double hit. <sighs> yes, so imagine Richard Bliss, if he publish a newsletter, 36,000 news of emails will be sent yeah. to all the people that have subscribed. So that's why I say this is a game changer, okay? Yeah. Um, however, um, a lot of people want to have a newsletter, obviously. <laughs> I was one of the lucky ones of the first ones in Holland or Spain or I don't know how they do it, but I got it like three months ago. Um, so I immediately hopped on, you know, made it first newsletter and I saw the impact. I'm now on 2000 subscribers or something like that mm -hmm. with four articles. Um, 
but I can see already in the views my articles are getting that it's it's going up because yeah, yeah, before the newsletter I had on average I had five years ago on average I had like eight thousand views nine thousand views it dropped back to five hundred views nothing yeah. more and now it goes up again to three thousand three and a half thousand views um, but I think if LinkedIn will give the possibility to write newsletters to all the members well, that's what they're saying right yes it's game over again it's game over because then a lot of people maybe they have the best intentions but they're going to write shitty newsletters well yeah. a lot of subscribers you will get to have a lot of emails so people will start unsubscribing will start um uh, putting the notification on no mm -hmm. and you know, then we're back again to the same yeah. as before. Writing articles doesn't make any sense from a view or engagement point of view. It does from an SEO point of view. Yeah, and it's it, it, it's interesting because it all comes down to content, right? It all yeah. it all no matter what you're doing on whatever social media platform, if your content sucks, your content sucks, and it's not going to get the, the engagement. Notwithstanding some of the shit no. that gets engagement because it's in a pod, it's being gamed and 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 what have you. But for the the mere lay person. You know, it, it it has to boil down to the content that you're um uh that you're engaging with. Um, LinkedIn. It goes the same for LinkedIn Live, Alex. Yeah, well, LinkedIn thank Live you. Is... I was going to come on to that because um I was doing live in, in full lockdown through YouTube and actually getting quite good and bizarrely quite good engagement on my YouTube yeah. channel. Very much got bugger all subscribers. Um, and then I got LinkedIn Live for LinkedIn Live, and the engagement is dire. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. So I kind of it's stopped. Doing it. I've just yeah. stopped doing it for a while because I'm like, what, what's? And I, I, I've, I'm following other people who are, you know, they've got good followers and good. And you see them coming on, it's like ten viewers or five yeah. viewers or. It's just, very poor. Like, it's very the, poor. What's the point? Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I applied for LinkedIn Live like one and a half year ago, mind you. I, I'm not doing a lot of video, practically none. Uh, so this is one of the things I, 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 I really start, you know getting into. Uh, I applied. I have seen some people in my network uh, who do LinkedIn Live. I even, you know, I even um, watch some LinkedIn Lives um, and not that I'm necessarily interested in what they were, were saying, or, but just to have a look at the engagement, yeah, what's I'm happening saying. here. Yeah. Um, and within half a year, within six months, I saw the engagement going down. Yeah. Uh, I even put a notification that pops up on your screen that somebody's in LinkedIn Live. I put yeah. it off because it annoys me. You know, I'm in LinkedIn and then but I think it has to do again with the quality of content where people are using LinkedIn Live for. If you start disturbing me with your LinkedIn Live video, it better be good. It better be you know something that I want to see. And if you start pitching your services or doing irrelevant videos, then you know I won't engage. I I, I won't follow. And I think, uh, but that's my personal view. No, I, 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 that, that I LinkedIn Live will not <laughs> will. It will not do the job. It will not do the trick for you. No, it's and it hasn't got the same kind of immediacy as a Facebook Live or an Insta Live no. in terms no. of in terms of that. It's just it's just not very good at the moment, which is insane when you think in terms of the organisation that uh, that owns them. And even when I was trying to schedule events and then drive LinkedIn Live to the, you know to that event to actually make it rather than being interruptive, it's like okay, here you, know, you can do this, and of course people still got the notification. I was like, what's the point in this? I just do this on YouTube. It's easier and cheaper because yeah. you have to buy software to to um, uh, to uh, to do it. So um, with with all of this, and 
you know, that you know we one from my perspective, and we were chatting about this before we came on uh, came on live as it uh, as it uh, as it were, is that from my perspective, I think it's important for people to understand what's happening behind the scenes and how everything works, but don't obsess on it because actually there is no silver bullets to social media, to social selling, to LinkedIn. It is about consistency and it's about the quality of your content supported by understanding what you can do mechanically to give you the best chance of reach and visibility. But it comes back down to content and being consistently present because there's no point crafting a brilliant post that gets you, you know, whatever you're trying to do, a thousand views, 5,000 views, 10,000 views, 100,000 views once, and then you disappear for four weeks and then come back and do it again. Yeah, I totally agree with that, totally. Cool, good. Thank you, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you imagine, imagine what would happen if I said, no, I don't agree with you. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, right, we're breaking up here, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I agree. But I had a chat yesterday, I had a chat with somebody else about the algorithm, and, and it's, it's not my goal to be seen as Mr. Algorithm, please not. And it's, it's, not, it's, 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 it's not a science and it will change, but whenever I share this document with my clients, I don't say if you do this, then you know you will have success because that's not, simply not true. But I say, imagine your marketing team creating the, this very brilliant piece of content, but they're just doing the wrapping wrong. They're doing the packaging wrong. And then LinkedIn will not pay you for the effort you, you have done uh, because yeah, you have put the external link in the comments or you don't use hashtags or you, you, you share the three o'clock in the night and this will not work. Yeah. So it's about, as you stated, being consistent, create valuable content where people have, uh, you know, which provides added value mm -hmm. and then follow a bit of the rules. So you make sure that it will be spread and, and it will eventually reach your target audience. That's, yep. that's how the game should be played. Indeed. And also if you do a post that doesn't go anywhere, don't stress, do another one. And do another one. And then eventually you will figure out what works for you and exactly. your audience. Exactly. You, you, you talk about conversion. I talk about outcomes. The, the, at the end of the day, if you, what you're doing is generating business leads, generating the conversion that you want, the conversations that you want. Just do more of of that. That's yeah. the key. That's the key in um, in all of this. There's no point, in my view, trying to get 100,000 views in a post if it doesn't convert into anything. You know, nope. it's the way, nope. how I look at it. Um, so, where can people? I ask this question all the time, which is, but for you, this is ridiculous. Where can people find you? <laughs> He's got big, those who aren't watching, he's got a big LinkedIn logo behind him. <laughs> yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, there's only, no, there are actually two, three Rachel Vander blogs, but I, if I've done my job well, I believe, um, I'll be the first one that, that will get mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, I still have a website. I don't mention, it's, it, I don't bother to mention it because actually I convert a lot of my clients on, on my LinkedIn profile because, yeah. you know, there's where, where my proof is, there's where my references are. So, um, yeah, just reach out on LinkedIn um, and I'll get back to you. Awesome. I'll put the link to your research on this uh, this vlog and this podcast as well for everybody to, um, to okay. just down, please everyone download it, read it. It is it is gold dust. It is massively, massively useful. You know, I, I put everything that Richard says into into practice and I'm constantly, uh, constantly learning. Richard, it has been an absolute pleasure uh, talking to you for the first time in, um, uh, in person. Um, I do not want this to be the last time. And also um, when we can get back on airplanes and come and see each other, 
um, I will definitely be buying you a um, uh, a drink of your uh, your choice. And to, tonic, and to everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, see you all uh, next week. As ever, if there's anybody you want to be on this podcast, let me know. If you, if you want to be on this podcast, let me know. Otherwise, um, have a good time wherever you are, and I'll see you on the flip side. Richard, awesome. Thank you. Likewise.